Hello, my very good friends. Shout out to What Culture Wrestling. It is the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all podcasting platforms. Today, we're going to be having a rambling conversation, as usual, about questionable booking in, I guess, WWE and maybe professional wrestling in general. Uh, coming off the heels of a Monday Night Raw, and I had a question for you, which is, does anyone else feel like Vince is booking some of these matches again? There's uh, the rumor mill, you know, online that says that Vince has been more uh, involved with creative than people may have realized. And I'm starting to see some of that stuff. And of course, these are all this is all conspiracy theory for questionable booking. So indulge me in the ridiculous things I'm about to say that might be completely true. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos is such a wildly <laughs> insane match for a WrestleMania card. Not because, um, well, yes, because Omos is a terrible wrestler <laughs> and it's not his fault. He's just a little, it's not uncoordinated, but he's, He's still trying to find his style. He's a big man. They tell him, you know, scream, which is the worst thing. His gimmick with the yelling is ridiculous. Like, we don't need to hear you screaming at the top of your lungs. You're a big dude. You're already imposing. But he's just awkward in the ring because he doesn't know what to do with his body yet. Where, you know, larger men like Kane or, you know, Taker or even Big Show, they couldn't. They had a handle on what they were supposed to do. You know, move a little slower, uh, don't sell certain moves, uh, be safe. Omos is learning all that stuff. And in the process, he's looking a little awkward as he you can see him almost counting his steps in his head. Like one, two, three and lift and drop and stand and scream and blah, blah, blah. And it's just it's you can see it. He's he's new ish, but he's also not great just in general and to pair him up with Brock Lesnar for a match that I can only assume is going to be the worst uh, monster smash match and not like monsters smash as in beating each other up as in like Brock Lesnar's going to pick him up drop him pin him and then go home with a really big check feels like a very Vince thing if you remember Vince was very high on Omos before he uh, quote unquote left the company he was pushing him very high he paired him up with MVP. They had they had uh, plans to get that guy over. And then, you know, Vince took his leave and then Omos disappeared. If you remember, he vanished. Like He stopped wrestling for a while. And then all of a sudden he came back. And instead of, you know, he was doing, uh, what is it, the matches with like first two and three people to try and kind of get him some reps and try to get him over as a monster that just wasn't working. Um but now he's back and he has a match at WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar, one of the biggest money dudes in the company. While other people like, you know, Mustafa Ali has fallen down the card again into this weird angle with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, once you get paired up with Dolph Ziggler, you know, you're in the doghouse for some reason. Um, but the booking just feels very Vincey, where big men are going to be beating each other up. You know, and then the little guys are kind of getting pushed to the side. I'll give you another example. Uh, Chad Gable, even though he got the win against Baron Corbin during a, 
a very mediocre raw uh segment the match was like two minutes maybe and if there if that's not the most vincey thing which is having a three-hour show and giving two professional wrestlers like three minutes to do something is baffling uh I sat there and I said, well, maybe this is in service of the Baron Corbin as a bum angle where he's just going to lose really fast. But it didn't feel like that. It just felt like we only have you only have this amount of time to get this done. So go out there and, you know, do something. (laughs) I'm happy Gable got a win, but there was no story to that match. And again, this could be all Baron Corbin's fault. Not his fault, but his character's fault and that he needs to lose fast to get him to, you know, down the drain faster. But the two to three to four minute match for Chad Gable after he had one of the greatest (laughs) raw matches in like in years against Cody Rhodes. I mean, he they put each other over, but Chad proved he is a top tier talent. Uh, he's the triple T. He's the top tier talent. And he's out here just taking three minutes to, to take Baron Corbin down with an ankle lock. And I don't know. It was just very, very strange. And then smash cut, bang, to Asuka and Bianca Belair. Bianca had a, a decent match with Carmella. Carmella proven she's, she's still got it. But... Their build, Asuka and Bianca, to WrestleMania is non-existent. It doesn't exist. There's nothing there. There's no story other than Asuka won the Elimination Chamber. Last time they were in the ring together, Asuka very uh, exasperatedly called out Bianca. Get in here. It was pretty good. And then um, and then they just stared at each other. And then here comes Carmella to knock Asuka over into Bianca and then they had a match and then Asuka did the same thing she came out to save um, Bianca from a two on one situation and then just stared at her there's no story whatsoever outside of hey I respect you you respect me kind of thing but there's no build it's just like hey I'll see you in three weeks at Wrestlemania and then what what happens to that title what is the story to this again very Vincey the booking is like, well, they're going to WrestleMania anyway, so who cares? Kind of thing. I don't know. I'm I'm pushing a conspiracy theory, um, but it's definitely one that could be true because there's just some weird booking things that are coming out that just feel very, very, um, very 2021. Let's say um, it's really it, the, the impetus for whole, this whole ten minutes is the Omos thing. I just can't put my finger on why Brock Lesnar would be paired with Omos. Like, they could pair him with anybody. I know everyone was like, oh, they wanted Brock to face Gunther, which would have been a great match. Would have been a fantastic match, I think. Um, Maybe they just don't want to pull that card yet, even though Brock Lesnar is, you know, up there in age, and he's probably not going to be walking around waiting to face Gunther after Gunther, you know, takes on Cody, maybe that's the plan. Maybe Cody goes to Mania, probably beats Roman, and then goes on to uh, SummerSlam to face Gunther. Maybe he loses to Gunther, and then Gunther takes on Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. I don't know. That's 
you want to talk about fantasy booking. That was a fantasy book for your behind. But now that the bloodline is kind of back together, Sami Zayn's on the outs. They're, they're, I'm sure they're walking their way towards KO and Sami versus uh, the Usos at Mania. My, my thinking for Cody versus Roman is that Cody is going to lose. I'm hoping he loses, honestly. Uh, just because the, the underdog story, he might get a Rocky story. Where he, you think he's going to win, but at the end he loses, but then he, he, he gains something else. I don't know. But it just doesn't feel like Cody is part of that story either. And that's not really a conspiracy theory more than it is just there's so much momentum behind Sami Zayn and that whole uh, story that Cody is trying to fight his way into that. So much so that he ran out to help Sami after he got beat up by the Usos during Raw. And it's like, well, of course he ran out. I mean, he has to interject himself somehow, but it still feels a little forced. Um, but yeah, that's not uh, that's not a conspiracy theory either. That's just, you know, the story that they're telling. Anyway, have you seen any conspiracy theory worthy booking in WWE recently? I know I said I would talk about all wrestling, but I'm going to be honest. I don't watch every wrestling promotion. I don't watch anything but WWE. So uh, that was a, a misnomer. But anyway, let me know in the comments your uh your booking that you find questionable and quote unquote vincey uh make sure to subscribe to the podcast thank you so much for listening once again tell a friend tell two friends and don't you ever forget i'm your friend but if i ever see you in the ring i can beat you don't you know yeah yeah yeah